1: Welcome to The Daily Doctor's Kitchen with me, your host, Dr. Rupee. I'm a medical doctor, cookbook author, podcaster and studying for a master's in nutritional medicine. The Daily Doctor's Kitchen is a series of bite-sized nuggets of information all to do with food, nutrition, healthy living to allow you to live your best life. Remember, you can listen to full-length episodes of the Doctor's Kitchen podcast wherever you listen to pods and my latest cookbook is 321. Three portions of fruit and vegetables per person, two servings per recipe and all using one pan curries, stews, tray bakes, you name it, it's in the cookbook. Generally, supplements in the UK are not paid for by the NHS unless you're severely deficient in things like uh, vitamin B12, for which we can give injections. Um, There's vitamin D3 that's advised uh, across the board, actually, Um, during... Uh, winter months but during the year if you're of darker complexion um, there's very few vitamins there are there some exceptions with, with kids under the age of five I believe Um, where we give a multivitamin, actually. But uh, uh, there's very few exceptions where vitamins will be um, promoted or offered, at least on the NHS. Um, But I think that kind of speaks to the the differences in the sort of healthcare systems. Um, We certainly wouldn't recommend a brand um, for sure. And, And actually, that speaks to a question I wanted to ask you about, which is, are there strategies to choosing a legitimate supplement Um, and and any recommendations because at the moment people either rely on influencers or hearsay of what they've heard or or perhaps even promotional um, uh, packages from from the company themselves
0: yeah there are uh, there's a couple of sources on the internet and we have no affiliations with them um, and they cost money or depending on the amount of information you get but there's like labdoor.com consumer lab Um, and then depending on the type of supplement occasionally there's Either industry or or quasi industry organizations that evaluate the supplements on a batch basis. So, for example, this might be the only example actually for fish oil. There's International Fish Oil Standards (IFOS), and um, a colleague of mine from back when um, recently asked me for himself. It's funny um, of the people I've worked with at hospitals, uh, like they won't really ask until it's for themselves often. Like for patients, they'll be like, yeah, you know, you should try to be healthy. You should lose weight. But then if they gain a lot of weight, they're like, hey, you know, what can I do to lose? A, like, should I do a protein modified spraying fast? Should I do keto? Should I? But anyway, um, this guy was asking what fish oil brand you should take. And I said, well, I can't tell you what brand to take, but there's a lot that have entries on that international fish oil standards page. And because it's free, you know, I recommend not... Or, it's good to not pay money unless you have to, including with us really. But um, that page happens to have batch testing to see if there's heavy metals, um, if there's auto or oxidation and that kind of thing. Um, but in general, for brands, there's certain tells. Um, the claims are a good tell. If there's too many health claims, it's almost always not great. Um, if they use a standardized extract. Um, oftentimes with herbal supplements, then that's usually pretty good if they can say like we use this, you know, like trademarked extract. And sometimes it's really, really important. Because, um, for example, for lavender, you can take lavender as a pill or you can uh, take it as sort of an aromatherapy and can help some people with relaxation or even falling asleep. And there is a branded extract. And we say on exam and you don't have to take the branded extract because it's not like people 200 years ago, like smelled only branded lavender extract, you know, so it's not necessary, but if you're worried or if you're signed between two things, there's one called Selexin, I think. And, you know, that's branded. So at least, you know, that, uh, it's a certain amount of substance. Um, and then there's other things, uh, just like, um, it's better to use one ingredient before you use five. And that comes into play in things like probiotics, because for probiotics it's sort of the wild West right now where, um, the more, uh, living bacteria, the better. And in a certain yeah. sense, it, it it does make sense because the way I like to think of it is like, if there's something going on in, in your tummy, uh, either you have a problem or it's just not optimal, then, uh, a way to think about it is, is like a party, you know, and now the party's kind of gone overboard and somebody's causing problems. So when you bring in the probiotics, then you're, you're basically calling the police, So when you call the police, do you want a police officer to come to knock on the door? Meaning like, do you want one probiotic strain or do you want 10 in one capsule? In which case it's like a SWAT team, you know, probably one because there's two problems. When you choose the SWAT team and something happens, who do you blame? Do you blame like this guy on the SWAT team, that guy on the SWAT team or your response to the SWAT team? Like, oh, the SWAT team was too much. So we just went crazy and we threw the bottles out the window and they all like smashed on the ground and somebody got hit on the head. So nobody knows who's at fault. At least if you have one, you know who's at fault. Another thing is you can titrate it up. If you have one officer, they can knock on the door, then they can come in. If you have a SWAT team, they're all in, all at the same time. So there's certain, uh, it's not strategies that everybody should take, but I think if you have GI problems, it might be worth considering um titrating your dose even less than suggested dose like you can even take a capsule apart usually especially with the probiotic because it's not uh gel encoded and take like a quarter of it or a half of it um and then test that out a few days and then go up you know it's not going to kill you and and sometimes they're enteric coated so that they survive um your stomach acid but if they're not go ahead you know take take the capsule apart and take a little bit of powder it's okay. And then you can build up and maybe take a, a multi-strain probiotic later, but it's usually better safe than sorry.